All right, everybody, we uh, advertised where we're going to get the uh, the man, the myth, the legend, Zuba Mahente from ESPN on the show. And guess what we called and he picked up? Always a good thing. He comes to us on the Draft House 50 Hotline Mill Civic Parkway, West Des Moines. Zubin, good afternoon, man. Hey, guys, how you doing? We're it's doing been, uh, It's been quite the week. It's been quite the week, hasn't it? Yes, it has. Uh, let's start first uh, with a little Big Ten, and I don't know how much you got a chance to sample the game last night between Iowa and Indiana, but with that loss in overtime, does that pretty much seal the doom for Tom Crean? It, I think it does, but I don't think it should. Let me just answer it that okay. way. We had Jay Williams on SportsCenter yesterday, and I, the game was on ESPN last night mm-hmm. at 9 Eastern time, as you guys know. So Jay and I wanted to kind of talk about it. And really, I mean, I know this is a little different because your audience is obviously much more concerned with the team that won. But the reason we really wanted to talk about it is to your point, Jim, of what's going on with Tom Crean. And uh, I had really never seen Jay as emotional uh, discussing a college basketball topic as he was when I brought this up. And I just simply said, look, um, you guys know the story. Two out of the last four years, he's won the Big Ten regular season title. In fact, if I'm not mistaken, he's won it outright two times in the last four years. Mm-hmm. They went to the Sweet 16 last year, and obviously things have fallen apart. But OG Ananobi is injured. James Blackman Jr. is injured. We're sort of having the same little thing here with Kevin Ollie at UConn. You know, you lose a ton of your great, talented players. There's only so much you can do. And Jay just thought that, you know, his first words were, I mean, this is the exact quote, I wish I could say it, with the uh, amount of passion in his voice. But he said, Zubin, when are we going to stop living in this what-have-you-done-for-me-lately world? Mm-hmm. I mean, in the last four years, he's won the Big Ten twice, got to the Sweet 16, knocked off Kentucky. But the bottom line is it's just like Godfrey. You know, going into six years on the job, four tournaments, two Sweet 16. Good luck finding somebody that's going to do better than that with that sort of fan base. North Carolina State's fan base is a little delusional. Indiana's fan base is not quite that because they expect that level of success, but they're also not realistic in what they want. But the bottom line is part of the reason I don't think he's going to be able to survive is at the end of the day, it's like a radio station with listeners or a grocery store with customers. Once the people that are the lifeblood of your business stop coming or get very vociferous or stop listening or stop buying your product, it's a big problem. And that's exactly what's happening there. They have never, never for a day, been on the same page with Tom Crean. Not even when they were winning the two titles in four years. You could say, oh, well, this year it fell apart. They're angry. They're Indiana. They're the candy stripers. They're this, they're that. They're worried about what's happening to their program. Even when they won those two Big Ten titles, he was not a popular figure. And I just don't understand why, in any way, shape, or form, they never put their arms around this guy. Never. And if they never did it in the best of times, you can certainly know what fans are going to do in the worst of times. You know, Jay did mention the North Carolina State job would be a good uh, job for him to actually get creed if these two jobs were to come together. I still think Archie Bill is probably a long shot at best. I wouldn't, I wouldn't hesitate making a run at Greg Marshall. They're going to have to pay him a lot of money and hope he's not bored. He's going to go another challenge. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't understand what the thing with Crean is either. I'm 100% with Jay Will on this. I don't get it. But it just feels like there's only one outcome that can happen here, huh? Yeah, it feels that way. And, you know, Crean, he is, he's an interesting character. He's a weird dude. And I think that's also a part of it here. Not 
exactly the most endearing guy to the fan base. And as he rebuilt things and he got him back to that first Big Ten title back four years ago, even at that point, it was just, is this the right guy? And and for him, he is at a blue blood program. And it's not just about winning a regular season title or two of them in four years. It's about what you do in the NCAA tournament, never advance past the Sweet 16, and that's, I think, more than anything what's holding him back. More than the two Big Ten titles, the successes that he's had, as he hasn't won at the highest level in the NCAA tournament. Here's the thing, Fred. I'd say two things. I think, one, I agree with everything you just said, although Indiana fans don't want to hear this, obviously, as you know, they haven't won the championship since 1987. Mm -hmm. Um, It's sort of like North Carolina State fans that are living from 1983, it's not like that anymore. They, they want to compare themselves to Kansas, to North Carolina, to Duke, the suddenly resurgent UCLA program with the guy you know well running the program. They're not that. In, in the overall realm of college basketball, it's definitely a top 10 program. If you ask IU fans, they think they should be higher than top 10. And right now, over the last, I'll call it 30 years since they won, since Pete Smart hit that shot, they have not been particularly relevant. They've been to a title game with Mike Davis. We know all that. Mm-hmm. But remember, Trent, there's a couple things. This is a fan base that absolutely would embrace weird. Bobby Knight was the most legendary coach in school history. So I don't think it has so much to do with Cream's personality. They're willing to accept that sort of enigma if the guy can win. Knight was an enigma. Your guy, Fran McCaffrey, total enigma. A lot of fan bases look at him and think he's absolutely crazy. Mm-hmm. They thought Larry Eustachie was crazy. Uh, they thought the late Rick Majerus was crazy. They thought Bob Huggins was crazy. I mean, there's only so many Jay Wright, Dana Altman that are either just quiet or smooth or a combination of the other. I actually believe all those coaches that I mentioned were, were in some ways, their characters and their sort of their personalities actually helped them. Yeah, if you worked in an office with like Fran McCaffrey, he'd get fired in like 15 minutes. He'd be yelling at everybody. But I think in college basketball, and some of these other professions, that sort of stuff is actually unique. And if it works, if it works, it actually makes you more beloved among the fan base. It sounds kind of weird, but it's like that's our guy. It's like sort of like the it's sort of like the unmitigated support that Barry Bonds said. Yeah, but he's our guy, you know. So I think if you win, you can have that. The only problem is, of course, Crean just hasn't been able to do it, as evidenced by your point. And I'm assuming you're saying he's never been to an elite eight, so that's tough in a program that's expecting Big Ten championships all the time. Zubin, uh, from there we jump over to the Big 12, and there might be some openings, including Kansas State. Bruce Weber doesn't get it done, but want to jump over as tonight Kansas has an opportunity to uh, at least grab a share of their 13th consecutive Big 12 title. The Jayhawks' uh, run continues, and they can get an outright championship over the weekend with a win against Texas. Your thoughts on this one, and is it still being lost, at least at a national scale, just how impressive what Kansas has been able to do over the last 13 years? Yes. I was, I was doing Sports Center this morning at 10 a.m., and when we came in this morning, um, I, the only thing I really wanted in the show, I'm not even kidding, the only thing in the hour we did, we did so much Magic Johnson, we did some NFL, we were at the Pittsburgh Pirates, Trace Spring Training today, we did more Magic we did a couple of other things. We had a little college basketball in there, too. But the only thing I said is tonight we have to mention this This is happening because it's going to happen most likely, even though TCU's had a pretty good year relative to their standards, and Jamie's done a good job there. But it's been completely drowned out because tonight on ESPN, uh, Duke is playing Syracuse, right. head coach Mike Krzyzewski's taking on Bayheim, and then Patino's taking on Roy Williams in a game that actually really matters in the ACC. Duke, for all their dramas, one game back. 
So this, this Kansas thing has been completely overshadowed by those two games tonight. But I'm going to give you three things that we've been discussing about Bill Self that I think just make you sort of just stand back for a second and realize just how amazing this particular guy and this particular run is. Number one, this was amazing. So they would tie the UCLA streak of 13 in a row, right, the 13th straight conference title. UCLA's 13 in a row were done by three different people. It was done by the late John Wooden, Harry Cunningham, and Gene Bartow. Those, those three guys combined for the 13th. Mm-hmm. This 13 would be done solely by Bill Self. To me, that's amazing. People say the Big 12 is down. It's the number one league for the fourth straight year yes. on Ken Palm. Yes. Okay. Now people say because there's no there's no rival. There's no there's no UCLA at Arizona. There's no Duke to Carolina. There's no Villanova to Georgetown. That, there's none of people say they don't have that partner. But the league, it's such, has been the number one league for four straight years. So that's there. Number two, Reese Davis told me this, and this just blew me away. He has replaced his entire starting five three times in this span. <laughs> Not just a few guys. He's replaced the entire starting five three times in this run. Wow. And the third thing, this one I got to a little bit as well. In the last, I think he's been coaching major college basketball for 16 years. He was at Illinois for three years, and he's had 13 full seasons at Kansas. This is his 14th season. So, Three at Illinois, obviously he was at Oral Roberts and Tulsa before that, but for mm-hmm. major college conferences, three at Illinois, 13 at Kansas. In those 16 years, he has either won the league outright, shared the league title, or been the runner-up every season but one. Every season but one. And believe it or not, that one year came at Kansas, if you can believe it or not. It was his first year at Kansas. So no matter where he's been, no matter what kind of level he's recruiting he has to do, no matter what league he's in, he's either winning the conference title or right in the hunt for it. It's one of the most underappreciated things, not just in college basketball, in my opinion, one of the most underappreciated things we've seen in sports in a real, in years, in years and years and years. Zubin Mahente is our guest. He comes to us on the Draft House 50 hotline. Zubin, I want to stay with hoops, but I want to shift quickly because you referenced, you did a lot of uh, Irvin Magic Johnson conversation. Uh, that, yeah. seemed, that seemed to dominate, and rightfully so on the national level, since it involves the Lakers and what was done there. I still don't know why they fired the PR guy. I don't know why that had anything to do with it. But um, where do you think this is all going to go and will the Lakers right now, I think the deadline is, what, noon Thursday for trades, will they be active, or is it just too soon for them to do anything? I think it's more the latter. I believe the deadline's 3 Eastern tomorrow. Okay, three. three. Another three okay. hours. Okay. I don't think they're going to do much. I think the Lou Williams deal was interesting because it got them an extra first-round pick, and as you guys have probably been discussing on your show, this is a rather deep. NBA draft. Right. Who knows where that selection will be if the Rockets end up playing the way they hope they will. It may be a late first rounder, but like I said, the draft is pretty deep. I think a couple of things here with the timing. I think a lot of people thought the timing was made so Magic could jump in there, Rob Palenka could jump in there and make a move before the deadline uh, to just maybe you know see what they could do, see what they could swing, and obviously they did move Williams, who actually was having a pretty good year. But I actually think the reason they made this move was less about trying to tinker at the deadline and more about almost 
tying the hands of Jim Bus, who Jeannie had to fire her brother yesterday, and Mitch Kupchak. Mitch, Mitch Kupchak has been with the organization for 30 years, starting as a player and then working his way up to GM. Because when Jim put himself on that three-year deadline, i got to improve the team or I'll step down, with one day or two days to go before the deadline, I think Jeannie was really afraid that they were going to make some sort of move to maybe land DeMarcus Cousins or somebody else. They were going to try to make some sort of last gas move that could win them a few more ball games this year and kind of ignore the future because the future was now for Boston Cupjack. They were on that appointed deadline to get better. They haven't. This is basically the worst stretch in franchise history. And I think she thought that if I keep them on through Thursday and they can swing a deal and we end up getting a guy that can win us a handful of more games, what's that really going to matter? It'll make the record look a little bit better and it'll make it easier for Jim to go to Jeannie and say, hey, look, we're getting incrementally better, but that's not going to do anything for the team long term. So I think she did it to partially just sort of say, listen, we've already eroded enough. We're absolutely not going to do it now, especially with the deadline looming and these guys wanting to make a splashy move, and she did it. I think a lot of people told me on SportsCenter today, all of our experts are Ryan Rossillo, Chris Haynes, Tom Penn, who's a former front office insider. This had been brewing for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of when it happened. And the Palenka move is interesting because obviously he's a player agent. One of the big reporting things yesterday, you guys know, is that there's a lot of discussion that the Lakers are, frankly, this sounds weird, out of touch. What would free agents want? They had, because you saw that the Lamarcus Aldridge pitch was a disaster. Yep. They're just completely out of touch with what free agents want. And now you bring in a guy that's negotiating deals or had negotiated deals for free agents. At least he knows what players want. Player agents can work. I believe Bob Myers, who's the GM of the Warriors, was a player agent himself. So I'm not too worried about the experience factor because I think it's sort of trending uh, that way, and I'm pretty sure the Warriors are happy with the way Bob Myers has turned out. Zubin, uh, I'm going to stick in the NBA, believe it or not. Wow. With you. Yeah, here's wow. the, there you go. Here's wow. the big right. shock. Wow. I'm a, I'm a Mellow fan. I uh, enjoyed Mello at Syracuse. I won a lot of money in an NCAA tournament That's the only pool. reason he liked them. So I, I've been on the bandwagon since then, liked him with the Nuggets. But these last few years in New York, it's been a toxic situation. We know about that. If Mello is moved and moved into the right spot, even in a declining state of his game, maybe starting to slip a little bit, how good can Carmelo Anthony still be? And can he adapt his game if he does go to a top-level team? I think he can. I think it's a little bit difficult for him to do it. I don't think he's going to be traded just because, to answer your question, I think he can adjust. But I, I would be surprised if he's moved. There's a lot of interesting teams that I think are looking for pieces. You know, the Celtics are very attractive, but I think they want to go a little bit younger. The Clippers have been taught. I just tend to think at the end of the day, while Melo can make his game work with another superstar, if that's what you're asking, um, I don't think he's going to do it. I just really think, to be honest with you, I, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if you'd never be shocked at anything, but I just think that he's one of three players in the NBA that has a no-trade clause. Right. Ron and Dirk yep. are the only two guys that don't have a no-trade clause along with Carmelo Anthony. So he would have to sign off on basically any trade. And I think right now it's going to be a test of wills between him and Phil. And the Trump card in this particular case in the case of all the three players in the NBA, <laughs> the trump card is with management. Although in this particular case, he's one of those three guys, and I don't think he's going to accept the trade almost anywhere, to be honest with you, because I think he tacitly knows that if you were to agree to a deal, 
it would be a deal that Phil would relish making, i.e. he would be making Phil's day by accepting the deal. And I just think right now there's enough toxicity, Trent, essentially a spinoff of the word that you use, mm -hmm. there's enough toxicity there where I think he would be willing to say, thanks, but no thanks. Um, let me ride out one more bumpy half season, then we'll see what ends up happening. But I think there's enough personal enmity between the two guys where Mello were to just say thanks but no thanks just to make sure he would be able to block or stymie anything Jackson wanted to do. And you wonder why this is the most dysfunctional franchise in the NBA with all due respect to the Sacramento Kings. Yeah, yeah I was just going to say this, them and Sacramento. Okay, one more NBA and then we'll move to a different topic. And that is with the deadline now 3 o'clock for tomorrow, is there another big name that gets moved? Paul George has been floated out there now by Indiana. Uh, anybody else do you think that, because I know teams want to, it's just can you make the right deal? Yeah, that's where I'm with you. I, I really think the Pacers, it sounds funny, I really think the Pacers would love to add something to try to keep Paul George. I think there's a lot of discussion about Paul George moving. I think the Pacers, if they could swing something to get somebody in there to play with Paul George, to make the playoffs this year and convince George to stay or this is the place to be, that would be interesting. I'd love to see Jimmy Butler go to a team where he could really do something. Mm -hmm. I feel bad for Fred. I feel bad for the Bulls. It's going to end really badly, I think, for Gar and Fred and everybody involved there. I don't understand what that's about. They just have zero respect for Fred Hoiberg, which is very strange considering he played in the NBA. He has all the credibility that league players want. He's just not a guy that showed up out of nowhere. So they clearly either he's too nice or whatever it is, but they have zero respect for Fred. Just Sad state of affairs, but that's really exactly what's happening. Um, I think the team that's most interesting to watch, to be honest with you, is the Boston Celtics. Okay. Uh, I think they truly believe they're one superstar away. I don't think they can get that superstar tomorrow, but again, I wouldn't be shocked. I know they're interested in Butler. They swung a deal with the Nets years ago, and they had basically a boatload of draft picks. And I mean a boatload of draft picks from the Nets, who are the worst team in the, in the NBA. They don't appear to be getting any better which means all of these picks are going to be going to Boston, and they're right. all going to be very, very good picks. They have a very good young head coach, Danny Ainge. This is going to be a positive term here, Jim. He's just crazy enough to swing on a crazy deal. Obviously, that's the way he got the big three. Mm -hmm. People didn't think he could possibly do it. He got him. The Celtics, I think, are a team to keep an eye on. However, even if the Celtics don't make a move, I think their fan base is going to be disappointed because they realize that they're certainly ascending. There's no question. But I think the Celtics can also look at the long game. Even if nothing happens tomorrow, they can look at the long game and say, we got a ton of picks. we got Horford. we got Isaiah Thomas. we got a bright young coach that even Popovich says he watches his inbounds plays. And Popovich is watching Brad Stevens' inbounds plays. We have all of this at work, and we have a really bright future ahead of us. That doesn't mean anything to fans. Fans want to win now, even if it's not realistic. I can't imagine a situation in which the Celtics, under any way, could beat the Cavs in a seven-game series, but you never know. But I think Boston's interesting, but I think long-term, the Celtics are a really interesting team to keep an eye on. All right, Zubin, going to throw you a curveball here to wrap up. A little like NFL. Her. I like it. Okay. We got uh, a possibility of a lot of quarterbacks moving. Mm -hmm. I want to keep it local, though. The Chicago Bears, my squad, not very good the last few years. <laughs> is it Jay Cutler? Where does he end up, and who is the starting quarterback in game one next season for the Bears. That's a, the second one is almost impossible to tell at this particular point. The thing that I've been really disappointed with by the Bears is, you know, when I covered Fox, um, Fox is sort of like 
your quick fix guy. Like, he went to Carolina. They were terrible. Boom, a couple years later, they're contending in the Super Bowl. Denver, the same thing. He took over after the Josh McDaniels absolute mess. That was a mess. And he got them to the Super Bowl. Sure, they got blown out. But in both of those jobs, he basically took a team that was, you know, had to be picked up by the proverbial bootstraps, and he got it to work. Uh, clearly, that has not happened in Chicago. And I don't think that's on Fox. I think that's more indicative. I know this is your team, Trent. Mm-hmm. I think this is, that is more indicative of how bad the situation is. Fox has generally been a guy that's been able to come in, clean up messes, and win with no matter who you give him. He won with Tim Tebow. He can win with Jake DeLone. He won with Kyle Orton. I mean, you can win with guys with John Fox. But that, that uh, he hasn't been able to do much of anything in Chicago. I think it's less of an indictment on Fox and more of an indictment on Chicago. The two guys, we actually talked about this this morning on SportsCenter. Uh, Jared Bell, who's one of our NFL insiders, does a great job, works for USA Today. The two teams he threw out, uh, and Jerome Bettis was with us too, the, the three teams they collectively threw out, you know, Jared threw out the Jets for obvious reasons. Sure, yep. um, he, they threw out the 49ers, who at a certain point might not even have a QB on their roster, which would be amazing to think if they divest themselves of Colin Kaepernick. They could end up at one point with no quarterbacks. Shanahan, Kyle Shanahan's obviously a guy that's been great with quarterbacks. Uh, Jay Cutler played for Shanahan's father, Mike, who drafted him in Denver. So if there's something to be redeemed, maybe just maybe one quarterback that had positive experience. Shanahan had a somewhat positive experience with him. Mike put it in the ear of his son. He said he wants a natural thrower. Kyle Jarrett Bell told me, you can say anything you want about Cutler, and plenty of people have, but he definitely is a natural thrower. That's one thing he's got going for him. Uh, Jerome seemed to think that if you're Jim, that if the Buffalo Bills were to somehow part ways with Tyrod Taylor, Mm -hmm. that he would be a fit in Buffalo because in the bus's words, um, they're not, you know, looking to get over the top. They're just looking to get back to the playoffs for the first time since 1999, and Jay Cutler's probably not going to lead you all the way, but that fan base doesn't really want to be led all the way at this particular point. They just want to feel like they're relevant once again. So those are the three teams our guys mentioned. Who knows who else is out there? It is worth mentioning that this year there's only, I believe, three days difference between a combine and free agency. So I think you're going to see a lot of things happen in a rapid amount of time. Usually, if I'm not mistaken, the combine's a little bit early, but now it's been pushed back. Right. And now you're talking just three days between that and March 9th with the league year. So I think you're going to see things happen hot and heavy with those two situations closely aligned. Uh, I'll let you run on this one, and it includes uh, the NFL and college. Uh, Deshaun Watson, a champion, beating Alabama on a last uh, touchdown throw. And now he says he is going to participate at the combine, Zubin, and he says he's going to do every drill. That doesn't happen for quarterbacks. They generally wait for their pro day, and that's it. Is everybody taken back a little bit on this, and are they good with it, or should they say he should wait for his pro day? I'll give you a third option. I was talking right yesterday on Sports Center. I'm sure you guys probably know this guy. This guy's Phil Savage, yep. former general manager, uh-huh. runs the Senior Bowl, is the Alabama's radio color analyst, great guy. Phil actually had. A third version, Jim, you gave me the two options I think everybody would go with. Still, third option was we should see more of this. To your point, why do this? Why risk it? Why throw to guys? You want to throw to Hunter Renfro? You want to throw to all these guys, right? You want to throw to your guys, Williams, and all these guys that can catch some passes for you. Um, but Phil said, it's actually, I wish I would see more guys do it, which actually was interesting because I agree with you, Jim. There's a lot to lose when you're in a situation like that. But I will give you the perfect example of why you tie back this particular game 
to those two teams that played in the championship game, Clemson and Alabama. And these are the two great examples of the programs and the men that lead them. Uh, all due credit, I saw this. Uh, I think I think Andy Staples of Sports Illustrated wrote this, and I'll just give you the quick anecdote. It's a fantastic story. He basically said the difference between the programs and the men is you go to Dabo Sweeney, and you hear Dabo Sweeney talk about Deshaun Watson. And what does he say, right? What's his famous quote? He said something like, if you pass on Deshaun Watson, you're passing on Michael Jordan. He yep. said that, yep. right? Mm-hmm. And that's like, wow, I want that out of my coach. Whether he, I'm sure he actually thinks it, because he actually did do amazing things at Clemson, redefine greatness. But that's something that Sweeney's going to get out there and say and pump his guy. And you better believe current players, future players, everybody looks at that. Like, wow, this guy's got his back. This guy can do great things. When they asked Saban about one of his top prospects, Saban essentially said, you know, it's, uh, you know, it's all about a numbers game. If, uh, if he's good enough and there's a dearth at the position, yeah, I think he can get drafted higher. <laughs> Not exactly a ringing endorsement. He basically gave the perfunctory numbers answer, which is, yeah, I guess he's good, and if there's a lack of people at the position, he can look great, and he can really benefit him. And I think those two examples are just a great window into those two programs. Saban, practical, sober, realistic, not willing to go out on a limb, and he'll basically take the emotion out of everything. Gabo Sweeney going to the wall and then trying to run through it or barricade through it, if need be, using Watson as a peg. And I just think that's so interesting when you think about those two programs and the players at the next level and the way these guys are campaigned for and pushed for by their coaches. Both are extremely successful, and obviously Saban's done it over the course of time, and Sweeney's on the way, but it's just so interesting the way, to see the way those two particular guys look at the very same thing, putting their guys in the league, could not be more different, but they do share one thing, great amount of success at the college level. But to watch the window into the way those two guys think is just amazing. Always good, pal, when you take some time with us. Have a great day, Zubin. We'll talk to you next week. All right, more NBA questions next week. Thank you got, got it. it. I'll, I'll be, got we'll it. be I'll ready. Trent, I was, I was stunned, Trent, but he, he just kind of does that, Zubin. Nah. He does like the association. Don't let him kid you. All right, Trent, come on. We got till June here. You can do something. <laughs> I'll, I'll get there. I'll get there. Zubin, be good, man. See you guys. See ya. Zubin, ahead to ESPN. Great stuff out of him. On the Draft House 50 hotline. Quick break. We're coming right back. The Big Talker 1700. The big games play here. Westwood One Sports on Des Moines Station for News Talk Sports. 1700 KBGG. Hey, it's Jimmy B. And TC for Draft House 50 on Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hey, Draft House 50 has 47 big screen TVs for great viewing of any game. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, golf, tennis, you name it. Hey, the Draft House 50 can get it, even cricket? Draft House 50 has a sensational menu featuring specialty burgers, steak, salads, and so much more. And on Saturday and Sunday, beginning at 10 a.m., it's brunch, which includes a terrific Bloody Mary bar. The Draft House 50, a place for sports, great food, and drinks. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Grammy-nominated Joe Bonamassa, hailed as one of the world's greatest guitar players. rock titan joe bonamassa live in concert on thursday march 9th at the des moines civic center 
tickets on sale now at the venue box office and at Des Moines Performing Arts.org. Joe Bonamassa. Don't miss your chance to experience the guitar event of the year. Cumulus Radio invites you to see the cutest babies in central Iowa at the Iowa State Fairgrounds on February 25th with Des Moines Big Baby Shower. From the cutest clothes, furniture, and food for kids to safety seminars to cutest baby contests, you'll find it all with free admission. And if you're a vendor and you want to be part of the fun, check out our Cumulus websites to inquire about space. Des Moines Big Baby Shower, sponsored by Mercy Des Moines, Babies Are Us, Optimum Chiropractic, Sweet Dreams Bedrooms and Stuff for Kids, My Only Sunshine Photography, at Bondurant Chiropractic. One big problem with cold weather is frozen water pipes, and we have Landon here from Menards to tell us how we can prevent our pipes from freezing this winter. Hey, Landon. Hi. So how big of a problem are frozen pipes? Well, each year, an average of a quarter million families have their homes ruined because of water pipes that freeze and burst. All right, so what are the ways we can avoid this problem? Heating the area around your water meter and pipes exposed to outside walls is a good start, as well as providing good ventilation to your plumbing pipes. You can also insulate your plumbing pipes with fiberglass or foam pipe wrap. This won't stop your pipes from freezing, but will slow down the process. That's a great idea. What else can we do? There's also pipe heating cables. Wrap them around your pipes, and when the temperature drops to a certain degree, they'll heat your pipes, preventing them from freezing. Don't allow your water to sit for long periods of time in your pipes. Water is less likely to freeze if it is moving. Thanks, Landon, for the helpful tips. If you have any other questions, stop into your local Menards and talk with a friendly team member. The weather's warming up, and it's time to think about your spring projects. Wolf Construction Roofing can take any roofing job, large and small, flat roof, sloped, or pitched. The guys at Wolf Construction will do a wonderful job for you. Most single-family home projects are completed in one day, and your property is left in better condition than they found it. Wolf Construction will do their best to honor you with timely communication, a job well done, and a price that's fair. It's Wolf Construction Roofing. Call BJ Bengard today, 515-225-8866, or check them out online, wolfconstruction.net. At dsmcredit.com, we have a different way of looking at things. Like, one bad apple doesn't spoil the bunch. Life hands you lemons? It's still a respectable piece of fruit. And that's how we treat you and your credit, with respect. Go to dsmcredit.com and get your approval for a brand new 2017 Stu Hansen Hyundai Elantra for just $119 a month. Or 2017 Hyundai Sonata, just $149 per month with zero down. Plus, get America's best warranty. 10 years, 100,000 miles. Bad credit? We say, so you missed a couple of payments. No credit? We call that just getting started. Bankruptcy? So you took a chance. At DSMCredit.com, it's all about a positive perspective. Get a 2017 Stu Hansen Hyundai from just $119 a month with zero down. Go to DSMCredit.com or call 253-3000. Stu Hansen Hyundai and Clive. You need credit? At DSMCredit.com, we positively hear you. 36 monthly zero security all plus tax tag registration with approved credit. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. 
Hey, everybody, it's me, it's Jimmy B., and I'm here to tell you about Aspen in the West Glen Town Center in West Des Moines. You want a great workout? Aspen has got everything that you need. It's a newly remodeled facility. All the machines, all of the weights, training sessions, everything that you need to get your health improved. And right now, Aspen is running a family add-on special. One dollar to join any membership for someone in your family as well. Just one dollar. It's a family membership add-on special. It's Aspen, West Glen, Town Center, West Des Moines. Talking sports with Jimmy B and TC. Call the show now, 264-1700. Big sports on 1700 KBGG. Back with you here on a Wednesday edition. Jimmy B and TC on the Big Talker, 1700 and 1490. The Jack, along with Northwest Iowa, 100.9. The Cub. Hello, Northwest Iowa. Uh, Jimmy B. Yo, brother. Uh, you ready to kind of have your mind spin? You mean more than it generally is? Well, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm not talking about spinning the way that you normally make okay. your mind spin. Next week at this time. Next week, yes. At this time, Drake will be in St. Louis. War Arch Madness. Oh, gosh. Isn't that crazy? Oh, man. Get there a day before their opening round matchup in the either 7, 10, or 8, 9 game, as I affectionately call it, the Drake Invitational. Drake Invitational. Because they're there every year. Every year. Who are the three teams they're going to invite? This year, the surprise is Indiana State. <laughs> That'll be played in the opening round. But, uh, yeah, that's next week. That's incredible. That's next week, Jimmy. That's, that's nuts. That it is. I Have you been to St. Louis for Arch Madness? Uh, no, I have never done the Valley Tourney. You're, you're I have missed, I have not. I have not had the privilege of broadcasting that. Just go down there and for hang something out. To do. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. You know, you don't have to do everything for work. You can enjoy yourself yeah, a know. little bit, Jimmy. No, B. I know. I know. You don't like to spend money, though. That means you'd have to get a hotel and things like that. Well, that that way you have the company that you're working well, for. That's what I'm saying. You don't that. have to do that, though. <laughs> do something on your own. You can't take that money with you, Jimmy. No, B. I know that. I know. They're not going to bury it with you. <laughs> you can spend a little bit of it. You can spend a little bit. Go to St. Louis for the weekend. Have some fun. I might do that. It's uh, it's, it's next a good week time. though. It is next. But week. next week I'm doing a tournament. Yeah, you'll be gone. I'll be gone. I'm yeah. just speaking in it, the future. It, I should I should make sure that I, on the bucket list. Yes. Yeah. Okay. On the basketball bucket list. Yep. I need to hit that. Now it is different without Creighton. There's no doubt about yes. it. Yes. Now Creighton, though, uh, we've talked about the overrated nature of their program as a whole. Haven't been to a Sweet 16 since 1974. <laughs> mm-hmm. One thing that they always did, even when they weren't very good or they had middling seasons, they always brought a crap ton of fans. Yeah. And by they, the they end, travel. they were really there. You yeah. know, you went, first time I went, it would have been 2003, I believe. Okay. And, uh, you know, it was it was a nice mix. Back then, Wichita wasn't anything. I mean, they were pretty much a laughing stock of a program. Uh, they ha- would have a decent team every once in a while, and then they'd fall apart. Mm-hmm. It seemed like they did that all the time. But, you know, you're getting into the time where it was Creighton, you and I starting to make their first jump forward with McDermott uh, going forward there. But it was uh, Southern Illinois was the name program. Right. And Carbondale also. They brought fans. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of them. Yeah. And that has dissipated. And I always say, I, I've been there six, seven times. First time I see an Evansville fan will be... <laughs> 
The first Pur- time it's ever happened. You're telling me the Purple Aces, nobody cares? Not many Purple Aces fans make their way there. Last year played the championship yeah, game against you and I. There yeah. were a few people. Okay, but, finally. But actually, you know, having a beer, shooting the crap with a guy. Yeah. Don't run into many Purple Aces Who was fans. that kid that they had? Matcha vicious yes, yes, yes. yes. The center. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, DJ Ballantyne. Yeah, that, yeah. He was very good. He was a good player. Not Valentine. 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 Yes, with a B. Yeah, they uh, they had a good group there. But uh, they had the coach's kid on the squad, uh, Simmons. Yep. Marty Simmons, who didn't look like his old man. No. A little slender. (laughs) (laughs) And Marty on the sidelines with his sweater. Marty's a little rotund. It's a fun one, though. It's a fun tournament. It's uh, And I, I, I think it's a little more fun without Creighton. Their fan base annoyed me to no end. I mean, you talk about just hoity toity, nose in the air attitude. That was Creighton fans. They haven't done anything. They haven't done anything in 40 years. Shut up. Your program is average at best. Get off your high horse. Ridiculous. But good tournament. You've been Big 12, Big 10. You hit I any have of those. done that. I've done both of those. Okay. Uh, but, you know, I'm, I'm like you, wondering about what the Big 10 tourney is going to be this time in D.C. Mm-hmm. All Maryland fans? Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. And if Maryland makes a run, the place right. will be nuts. Right. I mean, a lot of Maryland fans, I mean, that's big. You got Baltimore, Washington, mm-hmm. and that's probably, I'm going to say, at least 12 million people in that area, just in that area right. alone. That, and, and it's like anywhere. I mean, you have people that move there that went to other schools. There's probably Iowa fans that live there. There's probably Michigan State fans that, you know, you know how that works. Mm-hmm. So, I think that they'll probably draw pretty well, but if Maryland makes a run, the place will be electric. Right. It, it really will. But that's not what you want out of conference that is That is correct. You want it to be a neutral site. And we know regardless of where it's going to be, Kansas City, mm-hmm. all right, there'll be a lot of Kansas fans yep. there. There'll be quite a few K-State, K-State fans. fans. And yep. you know what? If they make a run and get to the championship, you can guess there's going to be a ton of Kansas mm-hmm. State fans in there. Same thing, you know, Illinois is good, and they're playing in Chicago. Well, there's going to be a lot of Illini fans in the stands. And Indiana Purdue, when you're playing in Indy, you're always going to have oh, that. But always, you still, yeah. when you go with an outlier like Washington, D.C., you saw it in the past when they had the Big 12 tournament, when they'd have it down in Dallas. The neutral fans, the ones that can't make that drive or just make the trip down, mm-hmm. you don't see the same numbers. You just don't. Right. And you're going to see the same thing here with the Big Ten. Mm -hmm. Next year at Madison Square Garden. I think that will be a little different, though. Just because it is is the tournament, the Big Ten tournament, and the population base in that three-state area. There are a lot of basketball fans there. You know that. No, I'm not talking about that. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm talking about... Because there'll be people, there's empty seats everywhere. Oh, well, yeah, you depending know, on which team is. That's yeah. not what I'm saying. Okay. I'm saying the fans that travel, though. Oh, okay. I think you're going to see a lot bigger number that travel to New York City as opposed to oh, Washington, D.C.? DC. Okay. Because it's A, New York New City. New York City. That's one. Not a place that a lot of Big Ten fans normally get to go to. True. That follow their teams for whatever reason. You couple that with, it's Madison Square Garden. Verizon Center, I'm sure, is a nice building. It's, it not, is, it's yeah. not MSG. No. It's no, it's it, it it's one of the meccas of basketball. Yeah, it doesn't have the same allure that right. MSG has. Yes. I mean, you don't even if I mean you could be any place in the United States, and if you're talking to basketball fans, you don't have to say Madison Square Garden. You just say what you just said. MSG. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows. Right. That's New York, man. 
You say Verizon, you like your no, cell what? phone? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah People what? don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> exactly. Is it even still called the Verizon Center? I don't even know. God, I don't know. Let me see here. Okay. That's, I mean, everything, the Sleep Train Arena, isn't that Ohio State's now? Sleep Train? Is it? Yeah. I don't know. Boise State is the Taco, Taco Bell, Bell Arena. Taco yeah. Bell Arena. Yes. Yeah, still the Verizon Center. Okay. All right, I was right okay. there. How Good. about that? Good deal. How about deal. that? Yeah. But uh, speaking of the MVC, you and I with the chance tonight to wrap up the number three seed. Yes. Still more than likely, even if they lose tonight and lose to Illinois State, they're still going to get it. But uh, at the three seed, you win, you'll play more than likely a two seed in mm-hmm. the semifinals. We've talked about it before. I can see them individually beating either Wichita or Illinois State down there. I can't see them beating those teams, though, in back-to-back games. Mm-hmm. Who do you rather see, though, in the semis? Is it Illinois State? I mean, is that the team that you'd prefer to see yes. before Wichita? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. They're both really good. Yeah. Wichita, though, has put a hurting on you and I both times. They have. And even the game over at it's, Illinois it's, State. It's just a, you and I, they, they were there. They were there for a yeah. while. Yeah. yeah. I, it, Wichita State's just a bad matchup for them. And, and it shouldn't be. Yeah. They just had, they played really they bad really in both did. those games. Yep. yep. And Wichita and they both State played runs. really well, which, yeah. is, which is why you have blowouts. Right. And both of those times, you know, you and I had runs in the second half to, what was it? They cut it to six early in the second half last Saturday at Wichita when they played them that Sunday back in January at home. They had the same kind of thing. I think they cut it to six also in that mm-hmm. game. But then Wichita came back with a run right afterwards. And it's not, I don't think it's really that bad of a matchup for you and I. They just haven't played well in either yeah. of those games. Yeah. And I, we saw it last year. This team, I think, can play well enough, coupled with Wichita not playing their best game, that I think they can get them. But I don't think they can do it back-to-back days. Then come back and beat Illinois State the next day, not so much. Are you still under the impression that if the final arrives and it's Illinois State-Wichita State? Yeah. And if Illinois State were to upset then the Valley would still get two in, Wichita State. Well, I think you can play that either way. They're ranked number 25 right now, Wichita State is. But rankings mean nothing. That is not anything that the committee looks at. And I I know what what, what they have is their schedule, and it hasn't been good. Who will have a better RPI and and with it win the tiebreaker in the NBC? Do you know? Mm -mm. Because both teams are going to finish more than likely 17-1. Yeah. They split head-to-head. They have. So you go to RPI. That's the tiebreaker that the NBC uses is the RPI. Illinois State will have a better, better RPI. RPI? Okay. So they will be the number one seed. Uh, that means Wichita in the bottom half with you and I as a three. And that's the way it's going to yeah, fall that's, down. Yeah. Unless Wichita gets upset here uh, in their game Saturday and they play. Who's Wichita have to finish up? I was just looking at it. Uh, Missouri State. Oh, They're not going to lose that game. They're not losing to Missouri no. State. But uh, So that's the way things are going to break down there. Uh, I think both teams, you know how many top 50 wins they have? A combined? Two. One against each other. That's it. And that's all they have. That's it. Last year, Wichita's resume was pretty shaky. But the thing that held them up a year ago were their numbers, not only RPI, which was decent, mm-hmm. but more importantly, Ken Palm. Okay. KPI. Those other metric-based numbers. Right. Very much like Wichita. And that's what got them into the NCAA tournament, though they had to start and go to Dayton to kick things off. Same thing here, again, this season. Wichita is ranked 13th today by Ken Palm. 13th in the country. Yeah. Not 13th in the Midwest. No, no. In the country. In the country. 
if this committee, and it's always changing, always evolving, two new members every year, right? we know that, if they use many of these stat-based metrics, then Wichita's in. They're and in. the same thing for Illinois State. Right. But if they look at it just as simply as they haven't beat anybody, mm-hmm. then whoever loses in the MVC tournament is going to be out. It comes down to the committee. Wow. And every year, as a committee changes, we don't know exactly what they're going to do. We don't know what it's going to be, what they're going to be looking at. Most importantly, is it schedule? Is it who you played in the non-conference? Right. And, and the frustrating part I know for fans of the MVC, look at Wichita. Well, you get an exempt tournament. You know, they had opportunities. They lost to Michigan State. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they'd love to get that one back. But who's playing Wichita? You might get a neutral court game like they did with Oklahoma State. But it's not like they can fill their schedule because... No, teams don't want to play They don't want to play Wichita. Exactly. And even teams don't want to play you and I. We've heard Ben Jacobson talk about that before. And as good as he schedules every year and how much good competition they have, it's work to get those games. And then he's dropped down to a a program like Illinois State. It's one thing with Wichita and even you and I and what they've accomplished over the last five years and for a Power 5 program. But Illinois State knew they were going to be good this year. They knew they had a very good team coming back. But Dan Muller, he has talked about it. He said they're willing to go play a one-off game, not get a return game, even though MVC teams are very much told to try to stay away from that. Couldn't find one. Mm-hmm. And they couldn't find one, not just against a Duke Carolina program, Louisville program like that, but the Oregon States. You know, the, the, the teams like that of the world wouldn't do it either. Right. That's how difficult it is in the mid-major, even when you try to schedule up you got to have teams that say yes, Yeah, nobody will say yes. you got to have a level. dance partner. Yeah. You always have to. Takes two. All right, Jimmy B and TC, it's the Big Talker, 1700. Big news, big talk. Join me, Diana Kelly, every Saturday morning at 10 for what's happening in your neighborhood with Inside Iowa. On 1700 KBGG. Your Honor, I stand before you to prove that AT&T's two-year price guarantee is the ultimate all-included bundle experience. Order! I submit Exhibit A, DirecTV Select All-Included Package with over 145 channels. Exhibit B, monthly fees for Wi-Fi Gateway, Genie HD DVR, and three additional receivers included. Objection! Overruled! Exhibit C, reliable high-speed internet and digital home phone. And to close, lock in your bundle price at $89.99 a month for two years with AT&T. The court rules in favor of AT&T. Call your local dealer now. Switch to DirecTV today and start enjoying the nation's number one satellite TV service. Call Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. That's Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. For us, 24-month TV and 12-month internet agreements and combined billing. New approved customers only must remain active and in good standing on all services or then prevailing rates apply in second year. Prorated ETF up to $480 for TV, $180 for internet, equipment, non-return, and other fees and conditions apply. Call for details. Offerings 121.17. The Home Depot has a new idea. Free carpet installation that means free carpet installation. Moving furniture out of the way, free. Ripping out the old carpet, no charge. Hauling it away, on the house. Because the Home Depot has no hidden fees. Just free carpet installation on purchases of $699 or more. The Home Depot. More saving. More doing. Valid on carpet price $1 or more per square foot. Unique specialty items and requirements may be priced separately. Not valid in all markets. Offer ends April 5th. 
this just in, Wendy's is adding the quarter pound double stack as an option in the four for four for a limited time. With so much beef, that's a deal so good it should not exist. In related news, because their wings are too small for their bodies, bumblebees should not be able to fly. Here to comment, bees. Wait, we're not supposed to fly? Kinda like how a quarter pound of beef should not be in the four for four. Yet it is. That's over a quarter pound of fresh beef with four nuggets, fries, and a Coke, all for just $4. Any other bee puns? No, we're good, honey. At participating Wendy's for a limited time, meal includes four-piece nuggets, small fries, and drink. Fresh beef available in the contiguous U.S., Alaska, and Canada. Not valid in Alaska and Hawaii. A fast, easy way to get a great price on airfare. Isn't that what we're all looking for in travel? It's time you try One Travel. Convenience is key from our quick download mobile app to great airline, hotel, rental car, and vacation deals at your fingertips instantly. You can even join One Travel Rewards and earn points to use on future One Travel purchases. Then get up to $20 off our booking fees on domestic flights by using promo code RADIO20. Call 888-898-2471 or go to OneTravel.com. Promo code expires February 28, 2017. From Painting to lawn maintenance, we protect our homes, both the inside and the outside. Now is the perfect time to protect the most valuable thing in your home. Protect your loved ones by practicing a fire escape plan and installing Kitta fire and security products. Kitta is here to help with a full line of easy-to-install fire and carbon monoxide alarms and security cameras. And you can find them all at the Home Depot. Stop in today for everything you need to protect your home. Kitta, technology that saves lives. The Spa at West Glen, a personal journey for the mind, body, and spirit. Treat yourself with massage therapies including sweetest massage, deep tissue massage, and the signature service from the Spa at West Glen, the West Glen Body Ritual. The Spa at West Glen also provides injectables, facials, chemical peels, and medical spa treatments including Dermapen along with nutritional services. Look and feel your best with help from the Spa at West Glen. And the Spa at West Glen makes a great gift for the special lady in your life. Believe me. Call the spa at West Glen at 515-225-2642. That's 515-225-2642. Or check them out online at relaxedmoyne.com. Dr. Heidi Cook and the spa at West Glen. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. Sports talk that rocks. This is Jimmy B and TC on Des Moines' big station for sports. 1700 KBGG. All right, everybody, welcome back in. Uh, Gary Rima, the voice of UNI, will be our guest coming up at the top of the hour. Always good when we have a chance to uh, talk to Mr. Kaboom uh, on the show. And Chris Dobertine. Uh, brackets extraordinaire uh, SB Nation will join us around 235, 240, right in there. Absolutely. Plenty to get into. We were talking a lot about the MVC, how yeah. things are breaking down. And, you know, after the Iowa win last night, I uh, saw a couple of people pose a question, including somebody to me on Twitter, where okay. were the Hawkeyes going to end up now as it pertains to the Big Ten tournament? As we know, they got to win four in four days or five in five days. Five days, whatever. If they end up on the uh, backside of that bracket there. Currently, they are in the eighth spot. They'd be playing Nebraska in the 8-9 game okay. with Purdue 
awaiting in the quarterfinals. But, you know, we went through the exercise here, what, a week, week and a half ago, kind of going through the we, slate. We did. Uh, just taking a quick gander at things here and just generating if the favorites win out. Oh, okay. If the favorites win out, it would stay the same. Iowa-Nebraska in the 8-9 game, it would be Purdue uh, sitting there on the one in the quarterfinals. So that would be an 11 o'clock tip-off on Thursday, March 9th for Iowa-Nebraska if it plays out that way. Gotcha. What's the best road for Iowa to get a run? Or let's start right here. Who would you most want to see in the quarterfinals? You get Purdue, mm-hmm. Wisconsin, Maryland, and then whoever finishes fourth out of Michigan State, Minnesota. Northwest oh, okay. Minnesota. You know, that'd be the other one. But whoever gets that four spot is probably going to be playing some good basketball to get to the you four spot. You would think so. Let's but, just let's keep, let's simplify okay. it even more. All right, so what do you Purdue, got? Purdue, Wisconsin, Maryland. Who would you most want to see Iowa play with the best chance of the Hawkeyes getting a win? Wisconsin. Really? Yeah. Huh. Mm-hmm. Why is that? I just think that Wisconsin doesn't have enough quickness to play with Iowa if indeed they are going up and down the court and hitting shots. They struggle in that area. Wisconsin does. And that's why I think that they would have a better chance. Maryland likes to play that way. Purdue, with their guards, can play that way. And the big fellas down low will dominate like they did in that first game. They're so good defensively, though. Wisconsin? I I think they would bottle up the young guys. And the crazy thing about this Big Ten slate is the first time you see Indiana was last night. Mm Mm-hmm. End of February. First time you'll see Wisconsin yes. is the second-to-last second, game. Yes, it is. I mean, you played double games against teams. You don't see Wisconsin until the second-last game. And Penn State, yeah. the last game. Yeah. What Does a it, weird it, conference it, schedule. It's, well, that's because they got 30 teams in the Big Ten. Well, you know? They say it's computer-generated. Yeah, well, I know. If it generates those kind of stupid <laughs> matchups, then just do let's, it yourself. Yeah, let's have let's just have uh, Darla in the Big Ten right. office put the schedule together. How about you give me the job? I'll do it for cheap. Darla, the and schedule I'll come maker. up with something a lot better than this garbage. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> Gary Rima coming up next. We'll talk some Panthers with him. A look I like ahead. Darla. Darla was pretty nice. Oh, really? Yeah. We look ahead to the MVC tournament next week. You and I finishing up the regular season, their final road game tonight against Indiana State. And then Illinois State over the weekend at the McLeod Center. That's next here on the Big Talker 1700. The big games play here. Westwood One Sports on Des Moines Station for News Talk Sports. 1700 KBGG. Grammy-nominated Joe Bonamassa hailed as one of the world's greatest guitar players. rock titan joe bonamassa live in concert on thursday march 9th at the des moines civic center tickets on sale now at the venue box office and at des moines performing joe bonamassa don't miss your chance to experience the guitar event of the year from painting to lawn maintenance we protect our homes both the inside and the outside now is the perfect time to protect the most valuable thing in your home Protect your loved ones by practicing a fire escape plan and installing Kitta fire and security products. Kitta is here to help with a full line of easy-to-install fire and carbon monoxide alarms and security cameras. And you can find them all at the Home Depot. Stop in today for everything you need to protect your home. Kitta, 
technology that saves lives. This just in, Wendy's is adding the quarter pound double stack as an option in the four for four for a limited time. With so much beef, that's a deal so good it should not exist. In related news, because their wings are too small for their bodies, bumblebees should not be able to fly. Here to comment, bees. Wait, we're not supposed to fly? Kinda like how a quarter pound of beef should not be in the four for four. Yet it is. That's over a quarter pound of fresh beef with four nuggets, fries, and a Coke, all for just $4. Any other bee puns? No, we're good, honey. At participating Wendy's for a limited time, meal includes four-piece nuggets, small fries, and drink. Fresh beef available in the contiguous U.S. Alaska and Canada. Not valid in Alaska and Hawaii. Welcome to Staples. Staples Guide. This year I'm preparing my own taxes. Good for you. Yep, I'm going to be accountable. Right. Well, Staples can help with storage and filing supplies, plus software like QuickBooks and TurboTax. Go on. You have my interest. And now get TurboTax for up to $15 off at Staples. Up to 15 bucks off TurboTax? That'll pay handsome returns. Right. Thanks, Staples Guy. Depreciate it. Uh-huh. Everything you need this tax season for less, like up to $15 off TurboTax. Staples. Make more happen. In-store only. It's 4117. Hiring is the most challenging part of my job. We started using ZipRecruiter about three months ago. One click and my job was posted to 200 plus job boards. All the top sites. All of the candidates came to my dashboard, and it's easy to compare them. And I couldn't believe the number of great applicants we got. I don't know how we hired before ZipRecruiter. Find the best candidates with ZipRecruiter, where your job is just one click away from 200-plus job sites. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash find. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash find. The Spa at West Glen, a personal journey for the mind, body, and spirit. Treat yourself with massage therapies, including sweetest massage, deep tissue massage, and the signature service from the Spa at West Glen, the West Glen Body Ritual. The Spa at West Glen also provides injectables, facials, chemical peels, and medical spa treatments, including Dermapen, along with nutritional services. Look and feel your best with help from the Spa at West Glen. And the Spa at West Glen makes a great gift for the special lady in your life. Believe me. Call the Spa at West Glen at 515-225-2642. That's 515-225-2642. Or check them out online at relaxedmoines.com. Dr. Heidi Cook and the Spa at West Glen. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. Sports Radio 1490, The Jock. 1700 KBGG Des Moines, a cumulus station. Big news, big talk, and